I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. In Ecuador, President Rafael Correa is heavily favored to win a third term in the February 17th election there. But if he does, it could mean four more years of trouble for the Ecuadorian media. Correa has been targeting TV, radio, and newspapers with lawsuits, fines, and insults. All this from a president who offered political asylum to WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange in the interests of freedom of expression. John Otis reports from Quito. Journalist Miguel Ribadaneda heads one of Ecuador's largest radio stations. Ribadaneda tells me there was more press freedom under Ecuador's military dictatorship in the 1970s than there is today under the democratically elected government of Rafael Correa. This government is the worst, he says. Since he was first elected in 2006, President Correa has complained about sloppy, unprofessional journalism. He claims many of the country's newspapers, TV and radio stations are dominated by corrupt elites who try to undermine his left-wing government. Patricio Bariga is a government spokesman. Riga says that many in the media have crossed the line into political activism, and that has prompted a political response from the president. Correa is an ally of Hugo Chavez, Venezuela's ailing president, who's clashed with the Venezuelan media during his 14 years in power. But critics say Correa has moved even faster than Chavez to muzzle the press. Correa's government has shut down more than a dozen radio stations. TV stations are often forced to broadcast government propaganda. When a Quito magazine published an editorial that Correa didn't like, it was fined $80,000. Meanwhile, the president has instructed his ministers to speak only to state-run outlets like Radio Ecuador. Correa often uses this megaphone to savage independent journalists. That's Correa ripping up a newspaper in front of a delighted audience. We must demand that the corrupt media stop trying to trick us. Under our revolution, you, the people, are in charge, and we will not bow down to this scoundrel. Correa's campaign has turned many here against the media. Last year, there were 173 acts of aggression against journalists, including more than a dozen physical attacks and threats. That's a 50% jump from the year before. Jose Velasquez, the news manager at the private Teleamazonas TV station, says lawsuits against the media are also on the rise. So what happens is that since the president is so aggressive, with the journalists, and that empowers a lot of people. Then people will say, yeah, 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 you are corrupt. So I'm going to sue you too. So now you have a pile of lawsuits on your desk. Yes, at least two or three per month. Velasquez says part of the problem is that Correa is thin-skinned. He doesn't take criticism well. I mean, journalists, we question people, we question situations, and he, he just doesn't like that. He's not used to somebody, someone saying, you might be wrong. The media appear to have become Korea's whipping boy. So, to avoid the government's wrath, many media outlets refrain from publishing hard-hitting stories. We are seeing now a movement towards self-censorship. Eric Sampson works for the press freedom group Reporters Without Borders. He says even mundane subjects are sometimes off-limits. Weeks ago, this channel 
chose not to talk about bulls because the bullfighting was prohibited. And they said, we don't want any problem with the government. They are against the bullfighting, so we are not going to talk about that. El Comercio has been Ecuador's most influential newspaper since it began printing in 1906. But even here, journalists have grown gun-shy. Due to the fear of lawsuits, reporter Santiago Seas says every word that goes into the paper comes under extra scrutiny. And that, he says, has produced the only upside to Correa's war against the press. It has forced Ecuadorian journalists to become more thorough and accurate. For The World, I'm John Otis, Quito, Ecuador.